Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads. We're here doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the CCR 505 Studios. That's right. <laughs> and we hope you have been following us, those of you that were Late Night with Larry listeners. And as always, tell a friend. Absolutely. Right. Pass it on. Word of mouth is the best advertisement. That's right. Um, and um, <clears throat> I've had some questions thrown at me about uh, things are a little different now that we change the name because I guess the platforms have changed a the, little. The platforms have changed. They have. Uh, we were we were just talking. We were up on Apple, but don't worry. We're back up on Apple, and I'll get that pushed out soon. Right, because uh, I was told that uh, a lot of you like to download them so you can listen at another time, which is, uh, you know... I, I've never really knew what a podcast was till we started. Right. So uh, that just, but then again, I have to have to have my kids show me how to use my phone. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, tonight we want to talk a little bit about maybe the alien subject, maybe the Bigfoot subject. Um, we're going to start it off tonight. Like I was telling my brother, I was recently reading. Uh, but before we do that, we always got to give a shout out to our fans and do a toast. Right now. I, as you know, we're in New Mexico, so I kind of snuck into the uh, Los Alamos labs, and this is actually alien DNA. Alien DNA. That's right. So watch my head get big and gray. Right. I just hope I don't grow three boobs. Oh, well, uh, that may not be a bad thing. <laughs> I yeah. might get a promotion at work. There you go. Hey. And, uh, yeah, we're just joking. This is to you. To guys. you. Loaded. That's a little blackberry whiskey. Mm. Oh, that's that's nice. Where'd you get that? <coughs> I could tell you, but then oh. I'd have to kill you. Okay, well, that must that must have come from the Los Alamos Laboratory as well. Yes, sir. All right. Well, back to the show. So I was talking to my brother. I've recently been reading uh, Eric Von Daniken, uh, Chariots of the God. Oh, no, I'm not Eric. Uh, uh, Zachariah Stitchens. Chariots of the God. And uh, he has some really interesting theories out there about mankind being seeded. And I'm just into the book. And have, have you read it? No, not yet. So he, he really talks about the heavy presence through the historical record that proves that early mankind has been visited by people in outer space. Right. Um, and his theory is that, you know, they seeded us, they gave us some of their DNA, and he, he went, he goes in a roundabout way, and he ends up at, with the Anunnaki. And uh, if any of you are familiar with the, the Anunnaki, they're supposedly the ones that came down from the... the they are supposed to be the supreme race. That's right. Planet X is where they're from. And uh, it's been proven that now Planet X does exist. Right. So his theory it has been vindicated. And some of the things he mentions about the the historical records, and he says, you know, as far as we know, we we only got we, seven thousand years that we say we have recorded history, but he he goes back further in his book. And if you haven't read it, uh, it's real interesting, and I would invite you to read it and uh, right see if it shakes your faith. Well, anything by Zechariah <coughs> Sitchin 
it just it'll make you think. Right. It's uh <clears throat> he's really good. He he done his research. He's that I have to give it to him for that. <clears throat> now a lot of the things, uh, some people who are deep rooted in their religion, I'm sure some of the things they don't want to believe. Well, they'll just ignore it. They'll, they'll, right. they, they won't even pay attention to it. And, and that goes on today, you know, with uh, organized religion. You know, I'm not trying to piss anybody off or whatever, but no matter what religion you are, the higher-ups pick and choose what they want you to learn. Yeah, they do. I, I mean, let's let's take, that's a good example. Let's take uh, the Council of Nisan, that that's a council that you get your modern-day Bible from. Uh, they're the ones that, pick and chose what books go into the modern-day Bible. Um, now, there's the Book of Enoch, which they didn't... Why didn't they put that in there? That was That's a very good example, right. because it speaks of giants and... Right, and it, it's too controversy. It, it goes against the grain, I should say. But does it? I don't... I, to me, it don't, because I, I try to be more open-minded. Right. And, um, you know, I... I don't know if anything will ever shake my faith. Um, I'm not a big believer in organized religion, religion, right. <laughs> religion. <laughs> but I am a big believer in having a strong faith. Right. No, no, no. And, now, and there are two different things. There, there, and you're absolutely right. Uh, a strong faith is your belief in your higher power. Right. And you believe that with all your mind, body, and soul. And that's a strong faith. Um, a Sunday faith is... I just go to church on Sundays. I just hear what you say, and I really don't do my research and my studying and, and or read my that, Bible. I, I don't follow what you teach because <coughs> I treat people like crap the other six days of the week. Absolutely. Now, now for me, it, it's funny because when I was younger, uh, a Catholic priest told me, now this was his words, and they really made sense to me. And he said, people always, you know, they make a big deal about going to church. Right. And he said, the church... They have it confused because they want to go to that building. He said that that building is just a building where we meet. The people are the church. Gotcha. And and if not to get on all uh, philosophical and religious on you, but that's what the Bible says. The, the people are the church. That's why the apostles in the Bible went from house to house, city to city, preaching. Right. They didn't stay in one building. And, and they didn't ask for your donations because they provided for the poor themselves. Uh, Paul, we all know Paul, probably one of the greatest apostles in the Bible, worked and, you know, supported right. himself. But, but to get back on subject, yes. uh, the aliens, there's been references to uh, gods that flew in craft, you know, back to, I don't know, there's, they're written in the hieroglyphics. Right. We have them here in, uh, in Albuquerque in the petroglyphs. Right. I mean... Uh, there's drawings in caves, and uh, here in New Mexico, we have a lot of the First Nation tribes. We have quite a few of them, actually, and uh, they all have stories about people from outer space or the the stars coming down and giving them knowledge, teaching them. Right. The the star people is what they call them, uh, and like we've talked about in previous episodes, um, not only the First Nation natives tribes in America, South America, they also talked about... Uh, the star people coming down and giving them knowledge. Uh, the Chinese have records where the the serpent people, the you know, the Egyptians, they, yeah, they came down. The Egyptians have the same. Uh, even the African tribes have stories of the star people that have came down and given them knowledge. Right. 
right? Now, in the book, uh, the Zechariah Sitchin's book that I've been reading, he says that the star people came down and they showed the people how to build a civilization, how to build cities, how to live together. Right. Because I, I guess before that, we're like wild animals, you know, over the, you know, nomads, basically. And and that's, that's another thing he said. Uh, because of them, we learned... How society. To, yep, society. That's where we got the rules. Right. Now, um, to, to throw a little uh, twist in there, of course, we always I love to throw the Bigfoot topic in here. Now, <clears throat> there's a theory. I've heard this many times about aliens and Bigfoot, you know, working in cahoots or who knows? It could be people from right. Planet X bringing the aliens or... The Bigfoot could be the supreme race. Right. I, I'm, I'm going to retract my statement. I had to, I was getting a little confused, but it is Eric Von Daniken who wrote Chariots of the God. Okay. And he's, he's really in line. He references Zacharias Stitchens a lot. That's why I got uh, a little mixed up because he started reading those books. And uh, Eric Von Daniken had said, you know, he, his family, they were deep rooted Catholic family and he said he was raised as a strong catholic boy but through his education he started asking questions that were i guess going against the grain of what he was taught as a child and like he said you know if my god is real the god of the bible why does this happen or that happen because that god should be perfect and he he actually questioned a lot of things in the Bible, and that's why he himself says, if you read this book that I wrote, it could shake your faith, because it's going to make you think about a lot of things. Right, right. And um, growing up, we were both raised Catholic. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't by choice. We were drugged by the ear. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was a good thing. We, we learned, and uh, a lot of people think that religion is what keeps people in line. It's not. Well... It let, let me rephrase. Because they're, they're it, it afraid of the some. repercussions. It keeps some in line because right. yes, some people are afraid of the repercussions or uh, of what may happen in the afterlife. Uh, right, and that's fine. But but you should live your life not worrying about that. Right, should, but but also you shouldn't be a dick. You should treat others well. That's right. I, I totally believe, and and then mankind would be better off. Right but. now, I, I want to. I brought up this Sasquatch <laughs> topic. I want to make two points, uh, and I want to know what you think about it. Okay. Now, the first one we talked about uh, a documentary. It was a film. It was an independent film that we saw about a time traveler from the year thirty thirty six. Right, and he talks about how humanity is they screwed up the earth and he said toward the end it starts getting better but at the end he says 3036 is it for humanity and that's when the anunnaki come back right well that's that's it, uh, and he said they seeded us yeah and uh it that's interesting because 3036 is right around the corner and look how quickly our societies are unraveling um that's something to really think about. Is it true? There, there again, some people are going to say uh, these guys are full of it. That guy's full of it because the Bible says something else. Um, you know, we're not really going to know until thirty thirty six. But these are just interesting things to think about because as we're going through history, it seems like more and more today we are seeing more and more sightings 
of alien aircraft. Um, now, like me and my brother said, we believe that we have the technology militarily. So is it ours or is it theirs? Right. And yes, they have, the aliens have given us several warnings saying that we're going the wrong direction. We're going to destroy the earth. We're, we're on a, a good trend to do that too. And we are. I mean, look at what we do. We, we tear this earth apart looking for precious minerals. Right. Now, there's a, a theory that says that the aliens have met with our higher-ups. And uh, <clears throat> the aliens may have given them uh, technology or whatever to sustain ourselves without destroying the earth. But I believe the catch is the, these big corporations that control the government can't make money off it. No, they can't. Just like, we'll go back to Nikola Tesla. He wanted free electricity for everyone. Right. Nikola Tesla did have a way to tap zero-point energy, but he couldn't sell it to the Rockefellers, uh, the Westinghouses, you know. There's no way they could collect every month on you. Uh, GE, you know. All these big corporations, they basically told Nikola Tesla, how can we charge for it? And his theory was like, no, 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 it's... For the better of humanity, right? He said, "This is free from the universe." Right. Just think, just just think about this. And Nikola Tesla said he did have conversations with. He didn't call them aliens, but he said, "Voices come to me from outer space." Right. And uh, were aliens talking to him telepathically? Because this man was a genius. Right. Um, I don't care what people say. I don't think there's another. There's been another genius like him. Even Einstein hasn't done what Tesla's done. Right. And uh, that being said, was he really communicating with aliens and getting information, thoughts pushed to his mind for some of his inventions and right. ideas? <coughs> but no. since they couldn't charge money for it, they they suppressed him. Exactly, and. Uh, he died broke. Broken penniless. Because <laughs> they took all his notes, everything. They did. Now, some people might argue, is it aliens? Or some people might say God. Because you hear all these really good songwriters, and they say, it's just like it's channeled through me. You've heard that before, right? I have. Um, now, I don't think God has any stake in, oh, I'm going to give you a song that's going to make you a millionaire, but... Well, I've, but they they definitely believe a higher power is being channeled through them. They really don't take credit for the songs because it's been. Now I've I've heard it on both terms that it's being channeled through them. Now I've heard it's I I made a deal with the dark side and that's where the channeling came from. And I've heard it from the other side. Right. That God spoke to me and this is what He wanted me to write. Right. Uh, so. There again, you know, there's, and just like people say, there's all, there's very, various types of alien beings out there from what I'm hearing. And anyone can look and do their own research and they're going to hear the same thing. Some of these beings are friendly, some are not. Some are benevolent, some are malevolent. Right, some want to help us preserve our humanity and our earth others would like to see us die off so they could take over that's right now that brings me to my next point about bigfoot we talked about this earlier when we were riding around and i told you somebody came up with a theory well not only one person that bigfoot and aliens go hand in hand and a lot of people say when they see bigfoot they see orbs they see 
spaceships they see portals right now a man from the uk i was watching a youtube video earlier and he said it's not very often but in the uk they have bigfoot sightings i don't know if they call it something different over there but he said you know the uk is basically islands it, it really is it's islands so how did they get there how are they there now you know and they go so long without detection then once in a while a, a sighting will pop up mm -hmm. and that's why he thinks aliens place them there now are they out there are they like scouts on the ground uh checking the geography um, they might be doing something very technical that we don't even understand well that that and that is a good point to bring up because there's so many documentaries out there that one of the biggest ones is the the bigfoot alien connection right and it's a documentary that talks about everyone that has seen a bigfoot and you're right they're like usually we'll see ufo activity and we'll see a bigfoot or vice versa we had a bigfoot sighting and then we saw a ufo uh goes back to the sierra sounds do you remember when we were uh, um what what's his name ron ron moorhead yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. I, right. I, I'm just laughing because we, we butchered that we, for a while. We butchered his name for a while, but Ron Moorhead himself said during one of the trips up to the Sierra campground where they recorded the Sierra sounds, which those are vocalizations from the Bigfoot, he talked about, do you remember he described that that long orb? It was like a, a long-shaped orb. kind of like a, kind of like a spear. That, like a spear orb, and it came through their camp, and it just floated through the camp. Right, he said it literally just floated through their campsite. And and that's a lot of things. We hear that constantly with Bigfoot sightings. Uh, it's either the round orbs or the cigar spear-shaped orbs. Right, or some kind of activity in the sky. Right. Now, for us, <clears throat> I can't say... Other than one time where we've had both, we usually have one or the other. Right. Like when we go to our spot in the Hamas, and uh, by the way, we're keeping that under wraps because we've already had people go crash our spot where we can't get to it. And, you know, that's not cool because right. we're professionals doing research. We didn't appreciate that. But the only time we've had both that I can remember is when we took our brother. We took our older brother and we had both. We had some crazy activity in the sky, right? And then when that something, and we were just truck. we were just talking to him earlier, and and we we were talking about that. We said, "Do you remember that?" And he sure does. He, he does, and it, it's I could tell it stuck with him because he was telling us how he tells other people the story. Yeah, he does. He shares that story now, and uh, he was saying he was sharing it at a grocery store earlier because uh, he was wearing a T-shirt that has a. a alien and a bigfoot on it and the girl said i i like your shirt so he said let me tell you a story right and um and i think that's pretty cool we we've always said it's not our job to make you believe any of this no we, we just tell our story we we tell you what we've went through what people have told us and like we said bring an open mind and you be the judge but uh with our brother i mean it's just man he got the whole he got the whole bonus plan in yeah, one he, trip he got the whole shebang in because one trip that night it was crazy in the sky it was but back to what you said earlier were they all ours were they alien definitely the ones with the strobes they look like fighters right. they were ours but there was two other ones flying around that the fighters couldn't keep up with and and the way those craft maneuvered right um there's no way i was gonna say i was in the military well we we're both in the military i was in the 
the air wing, I, I dealt with aircraft and I've never seen anything that could zigzag, but, but here's my big, butt. <laughs> I, I wasn't in the air force and that's where a lot of the top funding goes. No, but the, the way it zigzagged and like, if you listen to any of these physics people or, or pilots and they're like the way it maneuvered, it would have killed a pilot. Right. To, to just be going at that rate of speed and zooming across the sky and make a, a turn and then another turn, the, the pe people couldn't pilot that craft. Right, and, and we've talked about this before, and I said maybe there's some kind of pod in there where they, they could float in there, and it's like cushioned so the G-forces aren't as extreme. Now... Um, well, is that possible? I don't know. I just think the G forces for a human being it would it would crush or well, turn your insides into soup. Even I'm I'm guessing uh, what we know about aliens. I'm I'm guessing those G forces would affect them also. Well, okay. So we're wondering is it ours or theirs? We talked earlier, and you were telling me about. Now we're doing the sixth generation <coughs> of aircraft. Why don't you share that? And right. Maybe that'll shed some light on it. And is it ours or theirs? Right. Now, let, let's take this back a notch. I, I was in the air wing, and uh, I used to love the military aircraft. Uh, I remember when I got to my first uh, real, I guess, duty station, you could say. I was overseas. I, I'm not going to say where, but uh, when you're overseas, the rules are different than when you're stateside. Oh, yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> for one, you know, they usually fly out over the ocean. They stay away from populated areas. Where I was, I was stationed in a third world country, so they were doing mock bombing runs over the city. And uh, they had these A6 intruders. I'll never forget it. I just checked in. I was in the hangar bay. We were talking, and these things came over the city, right over the hangar. And I, I thought, if you ever heard an aircraft break the sound barrier? I have. Uh, I thought it was gunshots. I was like, what in the heck? It, it is, it's a, I've heard it out at sea. You As feel the it, fighters come by, it. you feel the shockwave and you hear it. It's a deafening pop. Right. But uh, I, I got in after that first experience, I was hooked. I'm like, these aircraft are awesome. So I would even go to work on my days off. You know, you could hang out on the flight line. We'd have... Uh, Different planes, they, they practiced taking off and landing right there in the airfield. We had different countries. We had a lot of the the Brits. They have those, what do they call them, the Harriers? The Harriers. Those are pretty cool, too. Well, those are marine aircraft, but we sent right. them to the Brits. Right, but we, we had, like, our allies there, too, doing right. ops. And when the carriers would pull in, their, uh, their, their planes would come in first, like, a week before. Right. They'd stay at our airfield and... You know, pretty cool to see them F-14s with the afterburners at night. Oh, yeah. No, those are cool. But I anyway, I know that when I was in the military, a lot of the technology that was shared with the public was old stuff. Right. Because we had stuff that, I mean, there was one time I had moved to a different base. I was on, air, on an Air Force base. An aircraft came in, and it was crazy. It was crazy. The wing, you know how big an aircraft is. Right. The wings were probably no, no, no higher than us off the ground. Oh damn! It was, it was a spy plane. Is what it was. So it taxied straight into the hangar, locked up. The Air Force guys came over. They gathered us. We had to sign statements that we didn't see anything. Right. So, a lot of these 
aircraft that are top, you know, cutting edge technology, I don't believe the public knows about them. Oh, they don't. I mean, you, you have these videos, like he talked about, I've been looking into the fifth gen and sixth gen uh, fighter planes. So now there's a big thing about who's going to have the best fighters. You know, we laid off for a while because it was all about submarines for a right, while, this right. and that. But um, <clears throat> in the sixth gen, sixth gen, sixth generation fighters, I was looking, and um, now this is just information you could get on the internet, so who knows what they really have. But they said they're going to use AI as an aid to the pilot. Now, a lot of the... I worked on the electronics, so there's a lot of... The aircraft are full. Every inch is packed with electronic equipment. This one is going to be condensed into a few boxes that do multiple things. And not only that, the AI, they said some of these aircraft are going to have drones like R2-D2 with the pilot, and the drone's going to take care of defense. Like, he'll monitor the oncoming threats. He'll deploy the flares, whatever. Right. And that's that's crazy, but you know what? If they get it to work, because them drones, you know, the AI, they could process much faster than a human. They they do millions of per second, millions of thought process as where we do. What, no, our, one our, or two. Our, our brain, our, our our brain's amazing, amazing. But uh, these are just. I don't think anything will ever replace the human brain no because but these things as for what they're designed it's amazing it is and and here's what i tell people because people are always saying well ai i'm like wait 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 wait. don't get so scared about the robots taking over because you gotta you gotta remember one thing we're the ones that build them we're the ones that can destroy them it is our brain that made that box it is our brain that could tear it apart but that being said i just wanted you to put that out there because like we said anything that we know the military has we know that there's at least 50 years advanced products that they're keeping under wraps right with the way technology is going i'm going to say it's probably 100 150 years advanced before we'll even know what they have so my thought is that's why i always say is it ours or theirs if that aircraft is up there run by AI currently, it could have done that. Right. That That is exactly right. So my thing is, was that our aircraft or theirs? And I, wa- I, I, I want to lean toward theirs because we, we saw two fighter jets shortly after. Right. But uh, also one of the, the videos I watched, it, it, uh, it said that these new 6th gen fighters can be controlled remotely. That's what, there you go. It'll be like a drone, but armed to the teeth. And with, uh, R2-D2 up there. And so, some of the theories I've heard are that the aliens send that type of aircraft to Earth to, to right. scout. And, and how else would you explain making that journey? Ah, it's hard. But there's the other theory that these aliens, they're so advanced uh, that... They could bend time, you right. know. Portals. It, it, yes, portals, uh, wormholes. And that, there again, uh, Einstein proved that. Right. Now, you I have, could bend space-time. I have a couple of friends that follow current events. And, you know, they, they, they follow other media outlets other than the mainstream. Because you can't just follow one because... 
you can watch two side by side and they'll report different things. That's but anyway, they're 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 nervous about uh, China and Iran and and uh, you know what I said. You know what, I, I'm not particularly happy with our leadership in this country, but our our military leaders, they they don't. I don't believe they disclose everything to Congress. They, they, they don't. can't. They, they, because Congress is one of the biggest leaks for spies. Yes. Let, let's let's say let's put it in perspective. You as well as I know that Congress is Congress. They're the ones that are screwing up this country. They're the ones that are responsible for everything that goes wrong in this country. When now when it comes to military information, we got the Pentagon. And we have the NSA and other little three-letter word, FBI, CIA. These people run their own show. Congress doesn't run them. And if you've ever been in the military, you'll learn that. Um, Yeah, there's agencies they don't even know about. No. So there's all these black ops going on. uh, And half of Congress don't even know what's going on. The only thing... uh, I, yeah, the only thing Congress knows is what are we going to feed Biden, uh, sherbet or chocolate? Right, exactly. And when uh, Congress, like the alien disclosure stuff, they want a full report. It was just more BS, smoking so, mirrors. So if they were truly in control, don't you think they'd know? Exactly. The presidents can't even get access to this information. Right. And, and that's why my friends that are nervous about all that's going <laughs> on and... Uh, these other countries trying to develop six-gen fighters and Iran developing nukes and the China getting uh, bold. You know, they're militarizing around the South China Sea because they say it belongs to them, mm. which the World Tribunal said, no, it does not. That's why so many countries are putting uh Well, here's my thing. Over there. Everyone's heard that China's te- testing... Uh, supersonic rockets and they, they they've recently launched one that orbited the earth and it, it, the test was good now we all know that china steals everything from us right so don't you think we have that they they steal from us and they buy from russia that's right but uh, I, and that was one of the things that came up because he said China had a successful test of that supersonic missile. Well, they did and they didn't because it landed, from what I read, it landed dozens. When they say dozens, you know, 12 is a dozen. They say dozens, not one, not one dozen, dozens of miles away. Right. So it wasn't accurate at all. Right. But, uh, and I told him, you know what? I, he, he told me there's no way we could defend it. I said... There's no way that you know we could defend it because we've been doing stuff in in space since the Reagan era. We have. And before, I know it's before that because that's just when they disclosed it. But let's go back to the alien topic. So China was successful in that. Now, we know that there's footage of us testing ballistic missiles. And on the tape, they've showed a UFO that... Bounced to the front, shot it with the beam. Bounced to the side, shot it to the beam. Went under, shot it to the beam. And that ballistic missile fell out of control. So I think they have the capability to come in. I don't care what kind of missile you shoot. If they don't want it to destroy this earth, I think they could intervene. Okay, now that that brings me to the rest of my conversation with him. I said, uh, 
You know, there's people in the know who said we are the kings of the sky because of the technology we've acquired. Right. And um, and I like we talked about previously, I believe China, Iran, Russia, they always try to test our military. They test us. They, the, the, we they, should shoot them out of the water they, for what they do. They want to see what we have. That's they want to see us. what we have. Now, with... Everything when there's you said there's video testing that missile yes. ours was that us testing our defense or was it testing the missile? It was us testing the missile because this, no, that's what they told you. Well, the, the contractor said his job was, and they made him sign a non-disclosure. They said you never saw this. So when he was filming it, his sole job was take the high tech cameras that his company had and trace the missile so that they could see how the trajectory was right. and so that they, they could do all their math and make sure it was working properly. Well, they didn't realize it until after, after is when they called him in and said, hey, what kind of bullshit are you pulling? And he's like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, look at the footage. And he's like, uh, I didn't even see that. I have no idea. Right. Now, my point is, it could be smoke and mirrors. They're hiring this guy to test so-called new technology, but we're testing our defenses. It could be. But, you know, like he said, they, they truthfully thought that he manipulated the film. And he's like, I, I didn't do it. And he was even reluctant. But he's like, you know what? I'm older now. I don't care. Kind of one of those, like all the astronauts that are on their deathbed and saying, yes, we see shit out in space. Right, but being former military yourself you know how they could do they play reverse psychology and yeah they they do but i i still say that there's certain things that that our military wish they could do now do, like the uh the man that came out and said we now have the technology to take et home yeah okay we do right. but that being said are the ETs that are out there hovering around the earth. I'm sure they have the technology to keep us from taking the ET home. Right. Now, I just want to throw this in real quick. I've seen videos. They say uh, different kinds of uh, aircraft being tested, and uh, they're coming in at night, so you right. can't tell, and they have a... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what they're called. On the Navy, we used to call them phalanx guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The R2-D2s, the phalanx. The cheese whiz, basically. Yes. They... Yes. And they, you could see the bullets, but they could not hit these aircraft. Those... Uh, I, I saw that video, and was that, an, was that a warthog? Yes. That's yes. what they say, but can a warthog really maneuver like that? No, it can't. Now, and then there's another one about a... Supposedly a UFO infiltrating a military base and they can't hit it? Yes, and I've seen that video as well. Now, was that really a UFO or were they testing? We don't know. And see, that's why we ask the questions, is it ours or is it theirs? Right. You know what? We're going to have to re-up and we're going to find out. That's right. We are. But, you know, that's what we wanted to share with you tonight. And we hope you enjoyed it. And right. if you have any information or you want to discuss this topic with us online... You can get a hold of us, and if you watch our outro, I'm still going to give it to you. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Let us hear from you. Right, and we also have a uh, Facebook page. A lot of you have joined. Thank you. It's, it's great to see new members. 
we have a handful of people who interact, but we'd like to see more because there's so much information out there. We can't find it all. And you guys bring mm-hmm. some of it to our attention. We'll talk about it. We'll look at it. And if you want to chime in, chime in about a podcast, right. maybe you know more about the AI and the six gen fighters or the stuff we're talking about. Let us know because, right. you know, we, we, we try to do thorough research, but there's so much out there. And, you know, we're just regular Joe Schmoes who, by the way, we're looking for that sponsorship we haven't found yet. That's right. But we're trying to keep it local with, hey, tell her. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys for joining us. And let us know what you think. That's right. And if you have a story, a sighting, a haunting, we want to hear it, man. Um, tomorrow night, uh, we're going to have a special guest that's going to discuss a haunting. And that'll be another episode. And uh, right. she's got some interesting tales to tell about. We're kind of we're really excited about this one because it's one. been in the works. Yes, and and this one is totally local. Right, and that's what we love about it. That's right. So look out for that one, and we thank you for listening. And as always, peace. Be good, people.